Those Two Jerks is brought to you in part by Maverick Group, Maverick Group Experiential Technology. Need some nerds? Let's build something awesome together. Maverick. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Those Two Jerks, episode 135. I am your host, the Tom Alexander, and joining me as always is the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. And the vocational Chris Vu. Hi, Chris. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> That's right. It is the evening of Sunday, April 8th, 2018. Guys, happy Greek Easter. Is oh, that, is Easter. It, is it, I didn't know it was Greek Easter Sunday. Yeah, the, today is, today is uh, Easter in the Eastern Orthodox churches, including the Greek Orthodox Church. Is this Epiphany? No, Epiphany is in the beginning of January. It's a whole different oh. thing. I wonder how they determine. <laughs> I mean, Christ didn't rise like twice, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> he's twice risen. He's well, Christ I mean, risen. the date the date of Easter shifts every year, so yeah, I don't think they're marking an exact date. Forty days from like Ash Wednesday, right? Like, well, yeah, but that's the thing. September. The two the the Western Catholic Church and the Eastern Catholic Church count Lent in different ways. So, uh. In the Roman Catholic Church, they count 40 days from Ash Wednesday, but the Sundays do not count. They're not technically part of Lent. So <laughs> okay. you, can, you can cheat on those Sundays. Um, oh, okay. Right. And, but in the Eastern Orthodox <laughs> Church, they just do 40 straight calendar days, I guess. But I don't know why that this year, that would make this a week later than the other one. I would think it would be sooner. So who the hell knows? We could make like a, like a Me Too thing to like include greek easter more in like american <laughs> culture yes because i can like <laughs> also run the ten commandments this week too <laughs> like we we need to do that like <laughs> i need some more days off but, did you get days <laughs> off for easter um no we well we get like half friday? of friday off. okay yeah some people get good friday and some people don't so so, I mean, like, I'm, I'm all for that, you know, paid holidays and such. <laughs> just become, just become Greek Orthodox. Right. Yeah. Just I, convert, I can do that too. convert. And, uh, and then you can tell them, Hey man, like I celebrate it now. So I'm getting it now. I do like euros. So there you go. There you go. It's, a good it's all good. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a good start. They have better hats in the Eastern Orthodox church. The, the clergy have better hats. I'll tell you that. Then the right, the Roman Catholic Church. This is getting weird. This is getting just, really weird. Just saying, it's weird for you. Become those yes. two Catholics. <laughs> it's weird for you. I'm allowed to be weirded out by this. Yes, you are. I suppose. All right. I suppose Good. something is not right here. I I don't like any of this, Tom. Let, we we should talk about. Football or wrestling. Well, we can we can, some... we can talk about some of that, and we'll uh, let's move into the world of sports. Last week, if you heard the show, uh, you uh, know that there uh, is going to be another professional football league starting uh, next year. The Alliance of American Football going to launch on February 9th of 2019, the week after the Super Bowl, and they have announced the first city to get a franchise and the first head coach, gentlemen. Professional football is coming to Orlando. 
Oh, Again. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Chris has done anything funnier than what he just did. <laughs> that finally. That is a level of disdain I have not heard. In some time. Well, and the fact that it's coming from Chris, who who likes football less than anyone I know. <laughs> you gotta you gotta like tag that. Like that's gotta become like a drop <laughs> like, for us. Finally. Yeah. Oh finally. <laughs> finally. We we finally I can go to a pro football game. American football game. American football. In my own hometown and and where the colors that represent the team. Uh, <laughs> this so is exciting. great. Like, he's, he's over the moon. <laughs> this is as excited as Chris gets, really. Wow. I, I will say, I do know enough about college football to see why the first head coach for this said Orlando team will be a good choice for Orlando. That's right. The head coach of the Orlando team will be none other than Steve Spurrier, also known as the head ball coach, the former coach at University of Florida and the University of South Carolina, uh, as well as the uh, Washington NFL team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Spurrier, who is 70-something. Oh, 72. Yeah, 72. Uh, Is that, like, what's the average age? In the NFL, the older coaches now are in their 60s. Like, most of the guys are in their 50s, late 40s. There are some now, it's getting, I mean, Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, is younger than the three of us. He's the the youngest head coach coach in NFL history. You say that. Don't you ever (laughs) say what you just said. Well, if he's the youngest in history, and he's that, that's okay that he's the younger, younger than the three of us. Then, no, Tom, he's just the youngest coach in NFL history. I'll, I'll tell you this, Chris. Hang do you on. have a problem with him is being this... the youngest coach in the NFL history? No, I assume not. This is not the the Vince McMahon. Thing. No, the Vince McMahon. No, no, Vince no, McMahon's no. XFL will launch in 2020. This one is launched by people who actually know something about football. And um, and it's supported so, by more than just one guy's money. But like, okay. And they already have a TV. Deal. Do we need three professional? No, we don't, leagues? and we won't have three. What'll happen is this will either succeed, and Vince McMahon's XFL will go bye bye before <laughs> it ever starts, or this will fail, and we'll get MAGA football the following year. The I, I will say the name is very American. I mean, it's got two A's in it. <laughs> it has the word American. Well, in yeah, because they're Chris, pointing out that football Chris, the, is a word used outside of America. <laughs> that see, that's what I was going to say is that it, it is very American. But on the same token, they're not doing a good job of making it only American. And, and did you know, Chris, that people aren't even going to be forced to stand for the national anthem? That we're aware of. Yeah, yet, they've anyway. conspicuously oh, not mentioned fit. that. So th- it's like an alliance. That's a that's a weird. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds a lot thing. like like a, the name of a professional league made up for a movie. Like right, like that's like the ABAA. <laughs> right. 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 Like, what was the name of the league in no, any given Sunday? Like, <laughs> what's the what's the hell is the dodgeball? 
the was it the American Dodgeball Association of America? <laughs> Something like that, right? Like that, that right? Like right. It's it, it's, it's just made up. Like they're, they're like an alliance. Yeah. Like I, I don't. But against. I guess I guess because Something? you know the NFL has the word league. And the XFL will have the word league. They had to do something different. League works though. League league means a group of like teams. Right, but like right? but like the NBA is the National Basketball Association. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I just automatically associate like alliance with like allies. Eh, I mean, and, and these and are, so you know, think, eight so allied okay. franchises who are going to play American football. Yeah. So, All right. So eight so it's basically a playoffs. Well, kind of. Yeah, it's 10 weeks. The 10 week season, eight teams to start with, right? I think it's eight. Yeah, eight teams. Uh, I thought it's so, eight yeah. teams. They have not announced the other seven uh, cities. Orlando was the first to be announced. And um uh and we last week we talked about some of the rule changes and things and uh uh the names involved with the league. People like Troy Polamalu, who's a former NFL player and um uh, the guy from the Vikings that Rick you mentioned, he's actually an investor in the league. What's his name? Uh, Jared Allen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. J- but no, I, I think it's cool. Um, I'm I'm glad that they're going after the Orlando market because I live here and I don't want to travel far for these games. <laughs> You're um, not going. Um, I'll go to one. <laughs> no, you won't. You only mean the if, one that only likes, if your gym gets free tickets. Out, like, it's the only way you're yeah, going. Yeah, like, it has gonna, nothing to do with my gym like, getting free tickets. It has everything something. to do with me caring enough to go. Yeah, and I no, think, it doesn't. I think this would be a wonderful experience for all of us, but specifically one of us. Yeah, well, I me? I think, uh, if anything, we might be able to get media passes yeah. to the first game. Right? <laughs> see? See? You're speaking, well, speaking Chris's the, language. Yeah, now. I know. I'm I like speaking this. both I like their languages, you cheap bastards. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Because, you know, Tom, he's known for his philanthropy. No, and I'm not saying that. I'm pocket. just saying I, I likely won't go no matter what. So I'll just watch it home. Um, it's not a matter of I'll only go if it's free. I'm probably not going. I didn't go when the UFL was here. I didn't go when we had the XFL. I've never even been to an arena league game, and I've lived here for 18 years. I interestingly, I have been to an arena league game. It's different (laughs) than I (laughs) I think it to be. Um, The demolition derby of football. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Lots of. Lots of seventies rock music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. I want to rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So I mean, like, do you think I mean the Spurrier thing, right? Like, there are a lot of Gator fans. Oh, absolutely. Florida. That's going to oh, be a yeah, huge draw. Atlanta. Like, this is this is by design. Yes, it's absolutely. Well, by it also design. tips. As far as I'm concerned, it tips the hand that this team will be in blue and orange. Uh, I don't know and... about that. And that they are going specifically to try and court a certain gentleman currently in the New York Mets minor league baseball uh, system. I, and see, I doubt that as well. I don't think Tim Tebow is playing in this league. He's a baseball player now, so. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah because look at it like this. The league starts play in February, okay? Mm-hmm. The uh, Mets will have called him up to the majors by then. <laughs> So he's not going to give up on his professional baseball career uh, as soon as he gets called up to the majors. 
I mean, on the one hand, what you're saying seems accurate. <laughs> however, however, I have a sneaking suspicion that if the old ball coach showed up, uh, Timothy James MacArthur, Anthony Bourdain Tebow would actually pick up the phone or answer the door and go play Go play that foosball with know. Coach Spurrier. I don't know. He never played say, like, for Spurrier. How much would they pay him? So, and that's the thing. They don't have a ton of money, so it's not like they're going to pay him uh, probably even what he's making in in professional baseball at this point. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I have a feeling that this guy, that Tebow would do practically anything for the opportunity to be the guy on the football field. He would fill the bowl in Orlando. The first game, absolutely. That's also true. Absolutely he would. Um, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think you will. This league, by design, is uh, intending to keep uh, regional stars in markets close to where they were famous. They're going to have regional drafts uh, of college players who don't go to the NFL. So you're going to see a lot of guys on this team from USF, UCF, UF, Florida, Florida State, guys that don't go to the NFL. Uh, but played on those squads, they'll be playing on this Orlando team. Um, and, you know, that's another way to get local people to be interested in it. True. So it's, 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 we talked about it last week. I think it's a good move to, to you know, if you're not going to be the NFL, then do some stuff that'll set you apart and get people interested. And hiring Spurrier and regional drafts are two of those things. What are the chances of them getting purchased if they do well enough by the NFL? Yeah, that won't happen. They won't get absorbed. No. Get, you're talking about they'd have to become a sincere uh, competitor to the NFL financially and television ratings-wise and advertising dollars and all of that, and that's just not going to happen. But you know what I could see happening, honestly? I could see a number of these guys that are picked up for this league transitioning themselves to the NFL shortly uh oh yeah that's gonna happen i mean you've seen got you've seen it happen you even saw in the xfl you know rod smart he Mm -hmm. beat me uh got a shot in the nfl based on his play in the xfl there have been plenty of arena league guys who've done well there and have gotten uh picked up in the nfl i mean nfl europe was a you know nfl sponsored developmental league but like kurt warner who's going to the hall of fame played in the in nfl europe before he ended up in the NFL. Hmm. So that's definitely going to happen. That's a, that's what makes it attractive to these players to continue playing. It's you're going to play with top-notch coaches, like guys who coached at the NFL level and very high levels of college football. And you're going to play against, you know, decent competition. And you're going to get noticed. You're going to get looked at if you excel. So, of course, it's a reason for these guys to... This is a really, like, okay, so there are only so many hours in the day. There are only so many the time slots in a week on television, that sort of thing, right? It's going to be hard for these folks to compete with the NFL, right? That's the thing. It's running after the NFL season's over. Oh, So they're not starting Um, until the Super Bowl's done. So they'll be the only pro football on. They'll be the only football so they're, period because college so will be over at that what, point. Baseball, baseball, hockey, basketball, um, and actually not even baseball yet because it's a ten week season and they start the second week of February. So, the end of March, they'll only compete with baseball for a couple weeks. 
So really, it's just mm. hockey and and basketball, and those audiences are. I don't think there's a ton of overlap with most of the NFL or most of football's demographics. Right. Um, okay. And they're not going to be on TV. Their their first game and their championship game are going to be on CBS. Uh, they're going to have one game a week on the CBS Sports Network, which is a cable channel. And then all of the, all of the other games are going to be streamed through the league's app. So um, they're not even really necessarily going to be competing for... <laughs> that thing, huh? The whole... <laughs> the app thing? All right. Yeah, the app thing. Um, but they're probably... Right. I would... It, the apps, it's going to be free to watch because there'll be commercials. Um, oh, okay. So it's not like they're going to charge a subscription fee yet. Interesting. Um, they wouldn't be that dumb. They would kill themselves before they start. Right. Like, I, I was who's like, gonna, who's going to buy like Star, a subscription you know? to a product that they've never seen before? Like, Star Trek at least had the brand recognition of being Star right. Trek. Hmm. Well, good luck to them, and, and hopefully it brings some, some more recognition to Orlando, you know, because, I mean, we got the soccer thing. We still have the basketball thing, right? Um, the magic they're doing. Okay, yeah, yeah, we have the magic. They exist. Okay. Well, they exist. All right. They're uh, limping into the final stretch of the season here. Wait, what are they going to play? These guys? Are they playing in the, uh, the soccer uh, game? I don't yeah, think they play in the Citrus yeah, Bowl. I think they're going to play in Camping World Stadium. Uh, they haven't oh. announced that yet, but I, they're not playing at the soccer stadium, I don't think. Um, and I don't think UCF is. I don't think they're going to want to play it at, at Spectrum Stadium because it's, UCF is not centrally located for people. Right. So yeah, I, it's just, it's not... camping world makes the most sense, um, even though they're not going to get anywhere close to filling it. Maybe the first, maybe they the might, first you game, don't know that. maybe the first game. Come on. They might fill that bowl, Tom. They might, they might fill the bowl. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But, you know, considering we're, you know, pretty early on in talking about it at length, I think, I think we should get media passes. If uh, Charlie ever, I know, right? I want to go to the, like the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be like MMA press conferences, Chris. No, like there's no no dolly throwing. No, no dolly throwing. I guarantee oh. that. Um, well, but speaking of that, I suppose it's a good time to move on, um, and we can talk about we'll, we'll talk about uh, Conor McGregor and how the what is that? Who is using a typewriter? You can hear. Yes, that? I can hear that. Looking a mouse. That's like I'm, the old what are you writer, How so fast are you stories. clicking that mouse? Yeah, calm, calm down there. You can, are you, you playing can Diablo? Hear this? Sounds like you're playing Missile Command. No, I was just I was tapping the page to get it to it's scroll like, for like me. Like I'm I'm waiting to hear the ding of the return on your old Smith Corona out there. Jesus. I'm just shocked that you can hear a mouse click like it's such a big deal. You have a microphone it's, it's not far from that. It's attached to my face. Yeah. My face what is kind far of, from my what hand. What kind of microphone is it, Rick? It's it's the microphone that is for your iPhone. Okay, so it's part of your headset, right? Okay, yes. so it's a little piece on a wire that's sitting probably somewhere on your upper chest, close to your mouth. Yeah, yeah. like literally yes. at my the end of my okay, beard. Okay, but it's an omnidirectional microphone, which means it picks up crap in all directions, not just from your mouth. Radio television Including degree the for clips. the win. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you, you get zero wins for that, Tom. I win <laughs> one to nothing. Okay. <laughs> 
Yes. I, I'm, I'm sorry you heard the clicking of my mouse and somehow that was more than the dog barking or Chris rubbing his nose against his mic no, seven times. It's all distracting. It's all distracting. <laughs> it's all okay. equally distracting. I wonder what kind of mic this is. I should just found this in a box. <laughs> Look what you've done. You just like, found it in a box. I literally found it. In a what box, does it look like, like when we're cleaning out don't, the closet? Tell it's, me what it looks like. Oh, well, it's big and it's black. And <laughs> it's literally a just a stick. A st- where? Okay, what is it attached to? A base. Okay, so it's a base like on your desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's it's like so it looks like a like a karaoke type microphone. But th- no, oh, no, 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 it's a very, no. it it's a very like narrow it. one. What is not, going not, on it's right not American now? Idol. It's a very <laughs> narrow, like a very tiny, tiny, skinny stick computer yeah, yeah, yeah. microphone like like from 1999. I'm out, so I don't have to lean at it yeah. like you guys so always tell me to. probably a, a, I'm going to go with an awesome one. unidirectional microphone. So it's only picking up yeah. what's right in front of it. I don't know. We'd have to test it to see. And uh, I don't have time for that. So no. Oh, but you have time for this. Yes, but you don't have. Yes, I do. I do have time for the rest of this. Um. So anyway, we'll get back to uh the latest uh news conference before this weekend's UFC competition, where Conor McGregor proved to everyone, yes, he's still an asshole. He's arguably the most powerful person in MMA, though, right? Uh, here we go. I mean, he kind of is. Single-handedly kind of is. derailed an entire pay-per-view. He here did. We he go. did. The things, the injuries he caused from his antics canceled how many fights? Three. And and that's not that's not being. Um, so, Chris, what you're saying is that a bus <laughs> crash is the single yes. most important fighter in MMA today. There was no bus bus crash. But I'm if saying if were, a bus crashed and caused a whole bunch of injuries, that would be the most defining characteristic. If Conor McGregor was the driver, <laughs> yes. I mean, he's he's taken the. I mean, what did what did Tito so, build his fame on? Right, like just being the ultimate heel. And Conor McGregor might be one upping him by quite a bit here. I mean, like, because like Tito is still sort of like. You knew he was kind of like faking it, or like, but Connor, like, when you're chucking hand trucks at buses and <laughs> busting up people's faces with the glass and ruining main cards and all that stuff, and getting your, your boy suspended and getting arrested and for assault and all this stuff, like, man, you're taking that whole heel thing to the next level, right? Like, that's beyond Ali, Tito Ortiz, Chael Sonnen. Yeah, I'll give, you I'll give you all of it. Right, but to what end is any of this? It does, like, who knows? What, what's the Only point? Conor McGregor knows why he showed up. He's the double champ, and he doesn't give a fook what anybody else thinks. So, <laughs> are you are you proud of this guy representing the sport that you hold dear? Man, I didn't even know about it until I heard it on NPR. I've never heard anything on. All right, so, so stop, stop deflecting and answer the question. You're excited that this is your champion. Uh, but hasn't he been excited? The title? Yes, yes, because Khabib um, is now the new champ, 
because Connor won't defend right. his belt because you know negotiations and whatnot. Right. So okay, so um, back to Rick's question, Chris. Am I proud of this guy being? I, man, it's. Did people love or hate Ali? Like at the time, mostly love. Oh my god, that. Oh. But a lot oh, of but people Ali hate wasn't him, right? chucking like, dollies at people. Like Ali talked a lot of smack. He also backed it up because he was the greatest ever. Like I don't know that Conor McGregor's the greatest MMA fighter ever, and I'm pretty sure he shouldn't be chucking dollies at people. <laughs> no. You know what it is? Is is Chris just loves his MMA stars, and he knows yeah. that the industry is kind of lacking star power right now. Anything that gets people so, talking is apparently good. right. Yes. Right, and it's it, it. <laughs> But this is not good. This is bad. This is the opposite of good. Oh, is that if is we that go what to the good is, or bad new to MMA though? Why is this good for MMA? Why is this going to get more people to go to your or my gym? It it probably won't, but I don't think MMA, I I don't think news-related MMA antics are going to get people in the gym, whether it's positive or negative. I think the MMA competition is what gets people in the gym. Because I I think the but I don't okay but I don't understand what's what's the value then in in Conor McGregor showing all of the ass in the world and being a genuine sack of turds evidently where's the value I don't know man I I'm I'm kind of at the point now where maybe I want wrestling to be real and this is about <laughs> as real as. It is, and I'm just, I just want to be entertained. And this is entertained. <laughs> you, just, you're t- you just want to turn your brain off and pretend that this shit doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, it's like, all right, man, chuck that dolly. <laughs> <laughs> good on you. If that's what you think be is Be that idea. moron. Let's do this. Let's let's all get together and be let's, stupid. I'm, 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 I'm all right with that. You know, chuck that dolly. Um, so, yeah, he's he, he essentially ruined a card, which is pretty incredible um still ended up being a pretty good card nonetheless um turned himself in to the cops the day after and is now being charged with assault so uh, what about a pepper what's that is he also being charged with a pepper oh okay show yourself out rick (laughs) (laughs) there's the door it's a fair question it's a fair question (laughs) I see we did yeah. there. <laughs> see, and it also took him forever. I win don't, again. All right, you know what? Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Okay. I win again. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's sort of a dubious honor, I think. <laughs> well, you know, Crash Davis had a dubious honor too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <clears throat> but look, I am. I'm all for heelish tactics. We all know this. True. I think it's I think it's fun to have a jackass to cheer but, or boo but against. But tactics when they actually hurt people. That's where you see. This is why I'm not interested in this anymore. This is why when I look at this and I and I just sort of there's nothing I can do except shake my head and go fantastic. That is great. Now this means that one more ass ape is going to show up at somebody's gym 
and think that they're king of the world because they watched Cooner McGregor throw a goddamn bus at someone. And hey, that's fantastic. I I miss the days of Rich Franklin <laughs> just being good at punching people in the face. And then somebody better showed up. A guy named Anderson Silva showed up, and he was the best at punching people in the face. And that made me go, ooh. <laughs> what happened to that? I think Why that's, that no that's still there, you know, but it doesn't it doesn't grow the sport in terms of getting people. And maybe I'm just like getting a little not bored with the sport, but it's so plain to have just a bunch of rich Franklins everywhere. No, yeah, I hate guys who are really good at their their industry. That's why baseball sucks. Well, I mean, think about it. Uh, baseball lacking a proper heel is uh, not as popular as other sports. Ah, but when baseball had a proper heel, um, nobody liked Barry Bonds anyway. So. Yeah, but people tuned in to watch him. Did they? He did. Was he the heel? Was he a bad guy? He, okay, he was surly with the media, and he was clearly uh, juicing as he chased those records. Diet and exercise. Diet and exercise. Diet and exercise does not increase one's hat size. Okay? <laughs> you can work out I'm all you want. I'm looking for that creatine your, that expands my your brain. Head, your head is not going to get bigger. <laughs> through lifting weights, okay? You look like one of those creepy aliens with the from, you know, this island Earth. <laughs> <laughs> or what was that other one? Um, Alien Nation? Yeah. <laughs> God. That was on Fox. That's right. Um, yeah, maybe Pete Rose is a good heel, right? True, true. He's been retired for okay. 30 years. Did more people watch baseball when Barry Bonds? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Okay, okay, okay. But also, you know, Barry Bonds' heelish tactics were not throwing, you know. He wasn't chucking dollies at people. Why do I even people. need to quantify this? He was not chucking dollies at people and, and injuring them to the point where they couldn't compete. Yeah. Why, why do I need to validate why this? Why was he even why there? Just say, why no. was he even there? He wasn't participating uh, in the event. He was cornering one of his um, one of his teammates who who was oh is is part of their training learning how to throw inanimate objects. Hey, into look, the man, ring to cause like, Rocky pushed like a big cart full of people up a hill, so know, maybe right? chucking dollies is some start. sort of plyometric don't you, weight don't training. You fucking don't start. God, <laughs> great. <laughs> what, what, you know what? It's it's Chris's segment. What do you got, big guy? The, the floor is yours. Illuminate. Okay, so my question to you guys: Do you think Conor McGregor fights in the UFC? Again? No, no, oh, I, I disagree would, with that. You don't I disagree think he with that would kill when when Khabib and it, it, or if Khabib versus Conor happens, which is what it would, was supposed to be. Yeah, he'll absolutely that fight again. Make, that'll be the biggest fight in MMA history up to that point. No, he'll he'll absolutely fight again. This. In part, I guarantee you was, you know, he was saying or somebody was saying, well, what's the worst that'll happen? I get thrown in jail for this or if I do, it'll just make people want to watch me get beat up more, which is exactly. what a heel does. But the problem is, is that usually you tell your opponent 
hey, I'm going for the clothesline here. Look out. You know, you don't just fly in headlong and you know, shit happens, I guess. Like, that's not how it's done. He's playing the long game. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he should he's, let he's, other he's people doing... know he's playing a game. Chris, if you're if you're getting on the mats with somebody, you know, fresh, uh, you, you want to let them know what you're about to do. Right. You're not going to, you know, just say eh, you've never you've never trained before. OK, um, you'll be fine. Look out. You're going to help them. Right. Sure. Yeah. You're good. He's helping the guys on the bus. <laughs> Maybe they needed to move <laughs> and they needed dollies. I don't know. Exactly. They wanted show money and without having to fight, so he was helping them out with it. So, you know. Anyway. I do. I know. I do know. One day, you will have enough of these shenanigans, and you will finally admit that your take is terrible on these in these matters. <laughs> it's I not think today. I'm just waiting for John Jones versus. Conor McGregor. I would watch you know that. I'm waiting, fight. I'm waiting for John Jones versus Conor McGregor versus life in a three way. I think I'd like to see who wins that. Well, that fight is ongoing. I think <laughs> that battle is ongoing. Um, but if those two guys got in a ring, especially if they just didn't drug test them, I would totally watch that. <laughs> I haven't watched an MMA fight in literally years. I would watch Conor versus Bones Jones. No drug test. <laughs> no weight class, <laughs> steel cage. Exactly, class. Just, like, just like like like, like Hulk versus Zeus in No Holds Barred. <laughs> oh, I, I was oh this is like terrible. The, like the the crappy video game Pit Fighter. <laughs> pit Fighter. I remember that. video That's capture, weird. like in the early days of video so capture. Bad. You know, oh, yeah, it was terrible. Like, that's what I. That's what I really want MMA to be, you know. <laughs> a video game. The crap. You want MMA to be god awful. Throwing in like bottles and and that sort of thing, you know, a a, a, a one forty five or fighting like a two hundred and sixty pound guy, you know. So the, you the, just want UFC one, but forever, right? Exactly. Right. Guy with a cheese grater in the ring. <laughs> the purest form of fighting, gentlemen. <laughs> the purest form of <laughs> fighting. What? <laughs> I I'm I'm officially disgusted. <laughs> the worst part of I mean, all of this is I can't tell if Chris is kidding or if he's serious. No, I know he's not. I know he's not. That's the problem. Oh my gosh. What a mess. What a complete mess. And I'm sure it's not over. <sighs> So when when Vanderlei comes back to the UFC and meets with Conor McGregor, I will I'll be on top of that story. <laughs> Great. Great. We'll look forward to that, Chris. So I guess moving on to a gentlemanly sport with a large number of unwritten rules. Let's talk <laughs> about baseball. And uh we're uh, about a week into the season. And once again, we've had somebody bitching about somebody breaking the unwritten rules of the game. My unwritten rules, Tom. I have so many of them, and you're not allowed to do <laughs> I, them. I literally saw a book in the bookstore the other day called The Unwritten Rules of Baseball. 
Oh, I'm not surprised. So they're rich. <laughs> this guy, some guy so wrote him down. The problem is they change based on the situation. So here's what happened. So uh, last Sunday, uh, right, I guess as we were doing this show, uh, the Minnesota yes. Twins were playing the Baltimore Orioles, and uh, Chance Sisko, who was a catcher for the Orioles, was at the plate. In the ninth and apparently inning, the great great grand uh, grandfather of the future leader of DS Nine. It's spelled differently. <laughs> anyway, it's the ninth inning, and his team is losing seven nothing with one out in the ninth. And the infielders put on a shift, so basically they're expecting him to hit the ball in one direction because he mostly hits the ball that way. And instead of, you know, taking a hack at it, he bunts it toward the side of the field where the defense put no people. And this apparently Wait, that's... pissed off Brian Dozier, who plays second base for the Twins. Not related to my wife. I was going to ask. Though disappointing. I was going to ask. Though disappointing. He like 30 some homers last year. Um, yeah, he's a good ball he player. Is very good. Wish he was related. Is not. He's very good. <laughs> anyway, he says, quote, I could have said something. But they have tremendous veteran leadership over there. I'm sure they'll address it and move forward. Now, <laughs> I, I, okay, here. I, yeah, go ahead. All right, so I, apparently, you know, there are certain, there are unwritten rules, like we always say. Like, uh, if a guy's got a perfect game going with two outs in the ninth, you don't try and bunt for a hit and get a cheap hit to break up the no-hitter or the perfect game. Let me know when you're done so I can start screaming. And this one now, this is a new one because the shift thing has only is only a few years old. Um, this one I don't understand. I don't like this one. Like, they shift against you. If you hit it where they don't put people, then they won't shift against yeah, you next just, time. Isn't that just good baseball? To me, it is. To me, it is. Am, am I allowed to start screaming Yes. Now? Fuck all of you. Fuck every one of you who thinks that this this listen if 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 it's it's zero to one or two to nothing and it's the bottom of the ninth I don't give a shit if you've got zero well, strikeouts I don't give a shit if you've struck everybody out but me I'm gonna do what I can well, to get on the base thing, why am I why am I playing they were losing Tom, seven why nothing why am I playing why am <laughs> you I want playing? me to do Herm Edwards is that what you're doing <laughs> why am I you playing you play Tom? to win the game. Do I play because the other pitcher has, has outbested me and I should just stand at the plate what? with my shoulder, my bat on my That's shoulder I, and allow the ball to whiz by me three I mean, times? Here's the thing. Like, I, okay, I kind of get being a little PO'd. Like, if you're down and the guy's about to get, like, have a chance at history and you just cheaply try and get a hit to what? Just to screw him over? Okay, that's kind of stupid. But this thing, this thing Chance Cisco did, this is strategy. It's like if they're gonna shit, they're shifting against you because they think you can't hit it the other way. That's why they've yeah, left that like, side of the field open. If you show them you can hit it the other way, then they won't shift anymore, and this won't be a problem. They're basically daring you to the, do it. I don't care what the reason is. I don't care what the if if the game is on. Like everyone yells at um, a Rod for slapping the ball out of that guy's hand in the in the what was it a playoff game? Yeah, World it was Series a playoff game? game against the Red Sox. Is that against the rules? Yes, it is, actually. Tom? <laughs> that one is against the rules. <laughs> well, all right. Wait, he did what? Bad example. Okay, so A-Rod was my... running down to first base, 
And as the and they were it was a tight game. It was late in the game, and it would have been like the third out. And he's running down to first base, and it it's the the first baseman catches the ball uh, as A Rod gets very close, and he tries to slap the ball out of the guy's glove. Now the reason why that's illegal isn't that tagging himself? No, because the guy was the the fielder was already standing on the base, so if he tags the base, oh, A Rod's right. out. But the the reason why that's illegal is because that's not a tag play; it's a force. So as soon as the oh, ball okay. settles in the fielder's glove, he's out. So him slapping the ball out of the glove is moot. It's, there's no point. Um, but he did. A Rod got in trouble for also in a different playoff game as he was running to third base on a pop fly to the infield, yelling, "I got it! I got it! I got it!" Behind the fielder, looking up, trying to catch the ball so that he might. It's just miss gamesmanship. It. Yeah, that's what A Rod said. Just- I, who was a fan of the team A Rod was playing on at the time, uh, didn't think that was very sportsmanlike. It's very sporting, though. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I mean, that was like intramural bush league type shit. Like, that's fine. I I don't care. If you're in the game and you have a chance to win or you have a chance to do something good, you do it. And if you have a problem with that, I'm sorry. I I, I don't believe I I. I said this on this show before i once wrote a paper in college about the benefits of cheating and why the baseball was better when people were shooting steroids into their arms every 10 minutes <laughs> i i'd like to read if that. they're not gonna stop you do it and until they you know i i am a long believer that it's not cheating until you get caught and but that's also not what was happening here in both in both of your references, a guy slapping the ball down the third base side because uh, no motherfuckers are standing over there or conversely trying to slap yourself onto first because the game is essentially over and you're trying to break up a perfect game. I'm in favor of that too. Just because it's not up to me to let you win. I'm not going to lay down. I don't care. And if that makes me some kind of asshole, then I'm an asshole. But I'm not going to lay down because of some unwritten rule. And I'm one of the oldest baseball purists well, that are left on the planet that still has all of my teeth. All right, see, here, here's so, the thing. I think the, with the perfect game thing, I'm not saying let three pitches go by. But, like, take a regular swing at the ball. You don't need to try and slap a bunt down just to get on base. Why? Obviously, regular over. swinging hasn't been doing it. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. All you're doing is trying to screw that guy over. You're not trying to win the game. Good. All you're doing at that point. Good. Screw him. Why? Screw why? that guy. Is he on my team? It doesn't matter. Why would you? Why do you need to do that? Why do you need to do that? Because I don't want him to get a W off of He's me. He's still going to get a W, whether you're on base you or know. not. You don't know that. What if, what if the key to winning is just doing an Ichiro run slap? that everyone does, then he gets on first base for, and then the next thing you know, the the guy behind me, he does the same thing. I'm on third now, and we're only down one, and then I score. Yeah, but in the case where this happened, they weren't down one, Rick. I don't care if I'm down one. I don't care if I'm down seven. I've seen ten inning ring. I've seen ten run innings. Yeah, where? In in A-ball? You haven't seen a ten run inning in the major leagues. Not that I can remember. Oh, convenient. I'm just saying that move is kind of an asshole move. There are some unwritten rules Fine. that I that I agree with, like the whole thing about you know and there are not throwing at guys' with. heads. That's kind of stupid. Like why I I don't understand 
retaliation for things. That whole policing each other with pitching inside and throwing at each other. It's so stupid. Oh, you plunked our guys, yes. so we're going to plunk one of your guys. Why? Well, that that I agree with. That is it's asinine. asinine. And, and, and yeah, and it's bad for the game as exactly. well. Exactly. Exactly. So there are some but unwritten rules that are thing, there for a reason. This whole thing about, you know, I'm mad at you because you hit the ball where there wasn't anybody. Come on, man. That's, that's yeah, really that dumb. Yeah, that one is shit. That's I'm really sorry, dumb. but that one is shit. It's I used to I used to pray for Jason Giambi to try that. Like, hey man, <laughs> everyone's standing over between center and right. Why don't you just try maybe just poking one off the end of the bat to third base? You don't even have to hit it hard. It's called an inside-out swing. You learn you just, it when you're about I mean, twelve. It's not even that. If the guy pitches you a little bit outside, just hit it with the end of the bat. Like it's not that difficult. You just got to hit it. You got to hit it 90 feet. You just have to hit it past the pitcher and you're on. Well, you know what? You know what? This is not doing more than anything. What? It's not making people interested in baseball. No, No. that is right. Because a layman like me. Chris has been asleep for the last 10 minutes. He's right to be. When I I hear, when I hear though, that like (laughs) a guy typically hits to the right. So I'm going to send all my guys there. I see them there. So I'm going to hit the, to the left where it's open. Uh, and, and you're mad at me because of that? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, does, does not compute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Does not compute. Does not compute. Like, I, I don't, that literally makes no sense. Ah, but that's baseball. The beauty of baseball. Uh <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, we Willie Keeler, he famously said, you know, hit them where they ain't. That's sort of the name of the yeah. game. Hit the ball where there are no fielders. Yeah, like, one of the best things to do in baseball is to hit the ball over the fence because it can't be fielded. Right, right. right. <laughs> the guys get paid a lot of money to do that. Yeah, it's, it's a really keen strategy. <laughs> so what were you thinking up there? I was thinking if I hit the ball over the fence, nobody could catch it. <laughs> oh, God, the kid's a genius. <laughs> you hear this guy? He's a damn right, genius. Right, they can't catch it, so you just run to home because no one's going to throw it back there in time. <laughs> it's real easy. Did you come up with that on your own? No, I'm a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got a guy. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> New new strategy sweeping the nation. Ball players hit home run balls easier to win games. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I don't. Know, it's it's dumb. Well, the thing is, it's not going to change, right? Like, no, there's, guys I mean, aren't going to suddenly be like, "Oh, well." In fact, you know what? It's logical that he would do that. Yeah, there. No, there's so, some I mean, guys like, are like, gonna, "Yeah, I would do that too," and other guys are what in baseball they call a red ass, and guys yeah. like that. They think that everyone should do things the way that they want them done and everything needs to be a certain way and we need to play the game like it's still 1895. They're like these, they're like the, yeah, ultra conservative, I get fanboys, yeah. if you want to call them that even, right? Yeah, yeah that's the fair. Type of, no, that's the type fair. of people that don't think closers belong in the Hall of Fame, except these guys actually wear uniforms and get paid to play. It's, it's dumb. It's incredibly dumb. It like, okay, you're going to shift against me, then I'm going to try and beat the shift. That's that's right, that like, simple. 
But no, you can't well, do that because our, our strategy is legit. You're down seven runs. Yeah, there's only one out. Like, might as well try it. Eh, whatever. Might as well try it. Whatever. Yeah. I, Brian Dozier, maybe you should be glad he's not a relation at this point, Rick. I'm I'm not. I would much rather he be a relation. <laughs> Guy, please. Please, professional ball, Tom. Come on. I mean, who are you? You, what are you, you, what are, are, you wouldn't want to be related a, to a ball You are player. such Come an on. Annie. Uh, what am I? Annie. An Annie. What is that? Annie is what the Susan Sarandon character in Bull Durham, and it's now a minor league. Oh, it's, come on, It's a minor man. league term that's... for a groupie, a baseball groupie. Come on, man. That's it's accurate. That's just that's that's it's mean. accurate. Why why are you doing? I can this? call you a jock sniffer. You like that better? It's just mean. <laughs> it's just being it's a mean, mean guy. But you're not disputing its accuracy. You just there's no need for this stuff. <laughs> Again, I should point out there's no denial there. It's just, it's just really, it's just really unnecessary. All right, yet I mean, to issue know. a denial, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there's no need for this. Just all I'm saying. Again, just all I'm saying. Again, no issue of a denial. All right, you let's just, move on. <sighs> Don't need for this time. Let's move on to geek stuff, nerd stuff. Something that has a lot of unwritten rules, but we support most of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, now we're into things that we care about, so let's talk about <laughs> I it. I care about baseball. Anyway, we should, uh, we should talk about the most recent little bit of DC movie news, because what else do we do on this show? We kvetch. Oh, God, do we convince. <laughs> About DC movie news. Yeah, so it all circular. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so Joe Manganiello, the actor who you may know from True Blood or uh, Flash Thompson in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, uh, is... Oh, yeah, I forgot Yeah, about yeah. He's, uh, he's Deathstroke he in the DC movie universe. Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the credits scene in Justice League. <laughs> where you been <laughs> where have you been only with the majority of people who didn't go see that movie <laughs> anyway he's deathstroke and at a t for a time deathstroke was set to be the villain in the solo batman movie being directed by matthew vaughn and supposedly starring ben affleck but deathstroke was in <laughs> the movie when ben affleck was writing and directing it and now that it's being retooled by matthew vaughn we don't know what's happening with deathstroke but Joe Manganiello says, <laughs> there are things in the works. That's all I can say. No. Well, no. Man. Oh. So, things. okay. What does that mean? <laughs> it, means it means precisely dick. Is what <laughs> it, means. it means, well, I signed this contract that says I got to do three movies. So that means they've got to be doing something, right? Wasn't what Cyborg was in the works too, right? Yeah, the Cyborg solo film. Yeah, that one's been conspicuously absent from the last several uh, announcements of the slate investors meetings. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. It's like anytime a journalist runs down the slate of films, it's like, oh yeah, uh, we don't mention Cyborg anymore because DC has yet to announce a date. Even though they told their investors, "2020 Cyborg solo movie." 
Yeah, and I mean, the only thing we've heard about the the Green Lantern movie is that rumor that Mel Gibson is going to be uh, directing and starring in it. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Thank you. Thought you'd appreciate. I, that. I do appreciate that. I I hoped it would go more viral than it did, but uh, just to see what happens. It, it, it went viral enough. <laughs> it was viral. It, well, it was it was virulent. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Friendsly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I here's what I think this means. I think they've probably mentioned to him, "Hey, you want to be in Suicide Squad too?" That's what I think it means. Oh, you don't think they're just going to shoehorn him into Suicide Squad two with The Rock? Do you? Yes, yes, I do. I think that's what's going to uh, happen. You're going to have The Rock because... and Deathstroke and Harley Quinn, and that's it. <laughs> Oh, and Will Smith, because they probably <laughs> signed him to a five-picture deal. So, <laughs> that's who you'll have. That'll be your new Suicide Squad. And they'll fight uh, Starro or some CGI monster. <laughs> the Conqueror? Yes, Starro the Conqueror. Or what other, um, I don't know, other villains that seems... produce a giant light from the sky? With things flying into it. Um, no. Because Starro didn't do that, right? Starro did the whole, like, mini Starros yeah, stuck to people's heads. Yeah. Uh, so we, we need another random, generic, you know, that produces, like, putties from the... Uh, <laughs> from Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Nice reference. I like it. They did look like putties, Brainiac. right? Like, that's... Yeah, that no, the putties, they... that was, like, the first two seasons were the putties. But look, Brainiac look, 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 look wait, wait, we're Brainiac has little Brainiacs, doesn't he? And I think so. But that doesn't matter. What matters is Deathstroke is not happening. Deathstroke? I, no one ever said Deathstroke was getting Deathstroke a solo one of the movie. most popular... Isn't it one of the most popular DC properties? I mean, like, uh, characters? Yeah, there are people, yeah, he's got a lot of fans, but I don't think anyone wants a Deathstroke solo movie. I don't know if anybody's clamoring Nobody for it. Nobody is, except maybe the guy who created Deathstroke. Isn't that uh? Isn't that George? Is it George and Marv? It might be. I think I it's don't George know. and Marv. Yeah, I think it's George and Marv. I don't know. Yeah, because he was created. For, he's a literally a Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So yeah, that would make sense. Hmm. Uh, it, whatever. Like, okay, great. Yeah, I'm glad. Great. I'm glad they told you they have plans, Joe. But uh, yeah, it doesn't mean you're getting a solo movie. So. You might want to just did they back kiss it you up. right on the mouth too? Did that happen? Wow. You guys, you guys nailed it. By the way, George Wolf and Mar, uh, Mar- Marv Wolf and George Perez created Deathstroke. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you guys. Yeah, you know, we're Judas good for contract, some things, baby. Anyway, I don't know what he, I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> what the, the Judas contract? Oh, the Judas contract. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Pardon me. I it was like one of the most seminal Teen Titans stories ever. But yes, yeah. anyways. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I don't. Yeah. I don't think he can carry his own movie though. No, no. Joe, nah, <laughs> I maybe the actor could, but not the character of Deathstroke. No. Although, no, just, no, although but... if you turned it into DC's version of Deadpool, it might work. But then it wouldn't be Deathstroke, Deadpool, right? No, like, Dead, Deadpool is a very blatant ripoff of Deathstroke. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wouldn't... It'd be completely off-character, but, you yeah, know. But it might work. They need monies. <laughs> it might work. 
Although they ended up not making that Green Lantern movie with Jack Black, so. <laughs> Oh, I got a Jack Black story for you guys later. What? But anyway. What? How do you have a Jack Black story? Yeah, Mike, is he? Well, he, he was in, what, Jumanji? Yeah. Was the last thing yeah. he was in. So I guess he's still kind of relevant. He's re- relevant adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a movie with The Rock, right? Like, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Fred. See? Look at, look at all this coming together. <laughs> well, I'm weaving a web. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so moving on, speaking of other DC movies, and this has nothing to do with and web. The DC superheroes, but, uh, and actually, <laughs> we're talking about Why the Last Man, which is one of the great DC Comics series. Uh, the pilot is going to be on the FX network. That'll work. I think that's a good station. I mean, just all cable in general is good. Absolutely. For that story especially... Uh, given mm-hmm. its nature and the fact that FX is now the network behind Legion, which I've heard is really mm-hmm. good. Um, yes, I think that's the perfect home for why the last man, I really, I think it's brilliant that they're doing it as a television series. There was a time where it was going to be a feature film um, and a that script was. was written and a whole bunch of stuff. And I think it works way better as a TV series. Yeah, it's serialized fiction. Like, yeah, it just, you know, especially considering that Brian K. Vaughn ended it had a planned ending in mind at issue 60. Like it was, it mm-hmm. was set to be a limited story. So I think a television series is, is the best thing for this property. If you haven't read why the last man, the the trade paperbacks are pretty easy to come by and uh, you definitely should. It's about a, basically a plague wipes out all the males on earth, except for one guy and his pet monkey. And yeah. yeah, it's important to mention it's not just all the males, it's all it's anything with a Y chromosome. Anything. So <clears throat> the male spe- of the species of all animals yeah, of not all hu- life. not just human males, but yeah, all males. Right. Period. So the planet is literally dying. Right. Yeah, it's right. And uh so he has to w- go through the wasteland. Uh he's trying to reunite with his family, right? His mom and his, his sister or his oh, no, girlfriend. His girlfriend. That's right, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. Yeah. His girlfriend. Um, he's in like Australia yeah. or something, right? like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's like literally across the, the world yeah uh, so um, um, and he you know it's about the things he encounters along the way and uh, we learn a little bit about what happened and you know what's behind the plague it's uh think like I don't know uh, there's a little walking dead in there and there's a little you know there's some comedy elements I to it yes and... it's is it post-apocalyptic oh absolutely yeah oh absolutely because yeah the apocalypse the apocalypse that happens when all the men suddenly die on one day like it's like yeah the government like half the government dies and like all these pilots these planes crash in midair like it's pretty bad um it's not it's not like zombie apocalypse bad but it's pretty bad right right yeah i mean it's it's not like it's kind of mad max yeah in a little little way you know in a weird yeah. yeah They do a better job of getting back to the semblance of a reality. Yeah, yeah, right. And yeah. I, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of really, really good stuff in Why the Last Man. If you if you haven't if you haven't checked it out yet, you're you know do yourself a favor and check it out. It is truly one of the best comic book stories that you can read in the last you know twenty five thirty years. Yeah. I think without difficulty. I would agree. Do you think it will be looked on? Looked upon in let's say ten or actually it's it's ten years old. It's already about fifteen years old. Yeah, where it'll be like considered sort of like a 
like a Watchmen type thing, you know, where it's like a must read, a a classic at some point. I mean, yeah, on, I honestly, Chris, I think it already is considered that. Yeah, I think that. it already is that really? too. I agree. I don't know if it's Watchmen level in that everything after it changed, uh, but it's definitely one of those must read classic stories. Must read, for sure. yeah, for sure. I mean, like it, it's good. I yeah. mean, I yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's excellent. It's very good. And it, I. I I, th- I think it's a good time now, too, right, for this type of story, especially just with the whole. Um, like, actually, I'm going to I'm going to put a uh, I'm going to put a kink in that plan. I, I think the time for it has passed. Really? I look at the I look at The Walking Dead and I just I, I just think that I. I don't feel very good about the future of uh, comic book pop culture. Comic like, pop culture, or, or well, in terms of television people. shows, in terms of people being interested, um, Preacher doesn't really do that great of a number. Uh, we never got, um, we never got the Thief of Thieves show. Like that's things just missing in action. Does anyone remember that that was already optioned? Um, there's I don't even know what that of, is. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking. It's about. Kirkman's other book um, outside of Invincible. Well, I mean, but Kirkman signed an overall deal with Netflix now. So. No, no, no. But this, this was, this was like after Walking Dead show breaks big. Thief of Thieves is his next thing that somebody snaps up and they start working on it, and then it just falls apart. No, I mean, look how long I, it took to get Preacher on TV. Yeah, I know. But my point is, is that I don't think that Why the Last Man. If it, I'll rephrase that. If it's done in a way like Legion, like something we've never seen before. And oh, by the way, it takes place in a comic book universe. Okay. Maybe if it's just done as a com as a TV series, then yeah, I think it's fine. If they try and tie it in as a comic book TV series, I actually think it's going to be harder for them to find an audience because I am, I am seeing things in the world that is leading me to believe that the comic book, um, culture the, the the thing that we've enjoyed for the past 10 years since iron man essentially is coming to an end very rapidly um didn't a comic book movie just become the third highest grossing film of all time it's also a culturally iconic moment in history okay but, but I mean, again, every comic book movie that comes out seems to break another record mm-hmm. I walking agree. dead is still this one is of the top that. 10 shows on tv this is not that I just I have a feeling. Oh, really? You don't think you so? have a feeling, but like I mean, don't yes. you always have a feeling that the sky is falling? Isn't that always Sometimes in the back right. of your mind? Sometimes it may you're not. right. It may not be like a, a lot of a lot of what I predict my a lot of what I base my predictions on are seeing what pop or what genuine pop culture has to say about things. And I'm hearing a lot of very negative things about The Walking Dead. I'm hearing a lot of very negative things about comic books but not about television and movies. Is that, do you think there's just too much at this point? Like originally like comic books just provided really good source material, right? Um, now that it's sort of like the thing that the ultimate universe suffered from at some point where at first it was like fresh because they didn't have to deal with like the continuity of things. Right. And then at some point, like they got wrapped up in their own continuity, and it just it all went to hell, and they had to basically reboot it all again. Is is the source material of comic books 
translated to film and television sort of convoluting itself, especially with things like The Walking Dead, right? Because it's it's because they're they're challenged because they have to try to stick to the source material, but also make it so different that it's not just a direct translation of the source material. Well, that's that's why I think I, Walking I, Dead this season made a significant ver like divergence from the comic books. Um, they they yeah. got rid of a character that's still very much alive and very much important in the comics on the TV show. I, I hear you. I, um, I hear and it's that, also but I, I think I, with Walking Dead in particular. Um, I'm, I still watch it. The season has not been as strong as others. It's eight seasons in every TV show shows its age at that point. Um, it's every TV show is going to start to hemorrhage ratings at that point. So I don't know that people turning away from the walking dead specifically is an indicator that we're going to have some apocalypse of no more comic book related stuff on television and movies. I think, I don't think that's happening because you look at, the CW, it, all of its highest rated shows are still comic book based. It renewed all yeah, of them all for of next them, season. Except for Eyes Exactly. Um, Legion is a big hit on FX right now. Preacher, while it's not as big a hit as Walking Dead, is still a big hit for AMC and the critics love it. Uh, so that's going into season three or four now. Um, I don't, I don't Do know that we're Preacher seeing isn't this doing happen. as well because it's just sort of like too weird. Yeah, I mean, it's not as accessible to the mainstream as The Walking Dead is. Whereas, like, I think Why is a very it's a lot more accessible. accessible. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's you know it deals a little bit more if you want to call it reality, but just it's it's more true science fiction, right? Than than dealing with sort of all the weird. Yeah, there's not a lot of supernatural kind of stuff. Mysticism. In there. Yeah. Um. I, I hope well, it. I hope it's. I mean, you you you, know? you guys have uh, have thwarted me and uh naysayed my my thoughts a, a lot in the past but i i'm more right than i'm wrong i hope it's but not what, the case i but, mean like, okay but i don't understand what are you basing this on like you're hearing people talk negatively about the walking dead this season okay i'm what not else? it's not just the walking dead it's well that was so the only the example you dead. gave so Okay, so it's The Walking Dead. It's it's also the the movie fatigue. It's also people are you know a lot of people who are excited about Black Panther are not excited about other things coming down the pike. We also have an entire universe that is kind of on its shit legs. DC the DC movie universe is not helping anything by being not good. So what I'm seeing is a lot of people that aren't really interested in making the leap anymore. And what was a very exciting time for a lot of comic book fans is now being a new fans specifically is now sort of just being seen as, oh, you know, there's another movie coming out or there's another show or any of these things. And I'm just not seeing the excitement anymore. I don't think it's going to sustain itself much longer. Do you think there are enough, for example, with Why the Last Man? Are there enough Why the Last Man fans? No, but I also, but like I said at the beginning of this whole debate, I think if Why the Last Man is portrayed as just a really good story, then right. it, it, no one will notice that it's a comic book. But I do think that there's going to be, the backlash is here. I just think it's already here. I think some people are going to see it more obviously than others. And I, I'm going, I, I believe that we're going to see a dissipation of these things. And I base a lot of this honestly off the fact that while it wasn't a good movie it was still the justice league and it still sucked yeah but the fact that it wasn't good has nothing to do with the fans being tired of it 
But because if you it still produce was financially an inferior, successful. If you produce an inferior product, people aren't going to be interested. Eventually, yeah, but that just means they're turning off DC. It doesn't necessarily like it bodes doesn't bode well for Aquaman or Shazam. Well, but but, but how many of the casual fans know that DC and Marvel are actually different? Yeah, they don't. They know don't. The you're right. That, but that, I don't I think I don't think that's going to affect properties that they don't even know were comic books like walking dead or preacher or why the last man or even legion or so do they do a uh do they pull a a history of violence right like do they just sit there and make just a good show well i mean just a, I think that's what they do with all of these yeah. i don't think i mean like unless it's a superhero story they're not going to point out that hey this was a comic to. book yeah. they don't need to it's like hey we made this tv well, but, show but 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 wait 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 because they did they used to say, hey, this is a comic book. Yeah, based on the graphic novel. And they still right? do that. They have to do that in the credits. It's part of the rules. They have to. But but part of the build was that it was from the graphic novel series. Yeah, and they still mention that in things, but it's not It's not like, hey, comic book fans, come read, come watch this. It's, I, don't they, think, they I don't think it's, we're going to see market less of things it. that way because that's a too narrow of an audience for television. Like, you still have right. to market it to and people I, who don't read comic books. Right. And that's the thing is, like, people, they, the hardest thing to try to, to teach people, I guess teach people or educate people about is that comic books are a medium, not a genre. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It, it, it took a long time. It took basically the walking dead. Yeah, pretty to, much. For people to understand that. that. Oh, wow. Comic um, books are more than just superheroes. Right. And, and it's... It, it took a long time to get to that point. And I think now we're, we're past that point. Like people, you don't, it's not like basing it or if you're saying it, that it's based on a comic book or graphic novel or what have you, it's not going to turn people away. It's certainly just not going to get people there in droves because people understand now. Yeah. I don't think anyone cares. I think, just, I think if the show looks just good, good then people are going to watch it. You know, it's like, Oh, the commercial for that looked really good. I want to watch it, but not, but I don't think, yeah, exactly. People won't necessarily be like, oh, God, that's based on some comic series. I'm not going to watch right. it. Right, and as we've said before yeah, I mean, on this show that's so many there, times, that's comic book fan is going to show up for this no matter whether it's good or bad. It's just, it's a very easy source material, too, right? Like serialized fiction. It's it's already there. All you have to do is just get somebody to adapt it, right? Well, to, especially to screen if you're doing episodic television. Like, it's, it's I mean, I'm not going to say it's easy because adaptation is difficult, but... It's it's it lends itself to that because that's the original form of these stories. Right. So it maybe movies less. I don't know. But television, I can't really see that going away. I can definitely see them just not marketing it as that. I mean, yeah, movies because movies you have one shot to make a huge amount of money. You're going to start we we're already starting to see uh studios optioning other things besides comic books when they option IP and spending money in other places. Um, I think, and the more movies that are successful, like girls trip or bad moms, these original like comedy movies, then you're going to, that's going to drive studios to start spending money on less expensive original concepts. Uh, but like, look at the next big rock movie that's coming out, which is rampage. Which is a video game. <laughs> That's a, yeah. it's a video game movie. It's not a comic book. Yeah, no. you know, and and 
there's still the Fast and Furious movies and the Mission Impossible movies, which are, I mean, Fast and Furious isn't based on previously existing material. And Mission Impossible, does anyone remember that it was based on a TV show? Unless you were alive when the show was on? What? Okay, so... Is it is it just everything so transmedia now too that like stuff like that doesn't matter as much? You know, I mean, like, do you think they're going to? Well, they'll definitely market Rampage as a video game, like based on the. I you know what? I've seen a lot of trailers for Rampage, and they have never mentioned it's based on a video game. Yep, because video game movies don't do well. You're right. This movie's being marketed as it's The Rock with giant monsters. Yep. Which is smart because didn't say it wasn't. But this is part of what I'm getting. Yeah, but at. that's that's a marketing technique. That has nothing to do with we're not doing comic book been, movies anymore. There have been no good video game adaptations. Though. Not really. But okay, but you guys you guys have been on for like five minutes about how I'm actually right, but you're saying it in different words. What do you mean? You're talking about what you're talking about is what we're gonna see no more of these movies? Like that's what it's. That's I'm telling you that we're going. We're, we have hit. We have hit the watershed, and now for going forward will be the decline. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. You you've just spent five minutes proving me right. No, I didn't. I spent I five minutes be talking to you talking about the change in marketing. That has nothing to do. You're saying nothing is going to be as successful from here on out. No, I'm saying that you're going to start seeing the decline of these movies, that they will not be seen as much anymore. It's not going to happen. I don't think they're just... I don't. I, I think there will be decline. I don't think they'll go away by any means. I, I think it's just... A, it's such an easy source material to, to option and produce. Like, it, it's already there. You don't have... You know, what is Hollywood and... Are are TV shows considered like Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just they're just really good at regurgitating existing things, right? Whether it's TV shows turned to movies, or movies turned to TV shows, or comic books turned. It's just that's that's all they do, right? Because it's it's easy. Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I yeah. Look, there was a time where Hollywood made a ton of westerns, and there was a time where Hollywood made a ton of musicals. But doesn't mean mm-hmm. they stop making them. Nope, they just don't make them nearly as much as they did. I don't know. I still don't think we've seen that peak happen yet. Okay. Well, because I, I have a there are so many have. of those movies in the pipeline still. It's going to be a while before that works itself out if that's what's going to happen. Well, time will tell. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Ten years? We'll say, you know, when we're on episode 700. It'd what be more like episode this? 180. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll revisit it and kind of see how comics are doing. And wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, wow? It was just last week, Tom. You, you were, you know, pontificating on whether or not we'd be alive in six months. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, so I can't make jokes. I can say wow when you make a joke. Yeah. Ah, sorry, you've just you've been very gloom and doom for the last fifteen minutes. So I can't you shifting awesome. you shifting immediately back into avuncular is just it's a too abrupt of a change. 
What the yeah, fuck I need a is avuncular? Avuncular means means like an uncle, like jolly and agreeable. <laughs> I didn't realize. Are you uncles gearing up for another run at jolly. Jeopardy? What is going on? I'm not allowed to make another run at Jeopardy. I I just want to know. Are you like you have been dropping? It's not even fifty cent words. They're like three and a half dollar words in the last three episodes. I have a vocabulary. Audience... I'm using it. <laughs> Your vernacular is ridiculous. We should try to bring Irvuncular back into normal speak. Look, look, we're on a mission to civilize, and part of that is educating the audience on speech. <laughs> and. And Victorian era, yeah. I know a few good ones. <laughs> yes, you clearly do, and you should be proud. I'm of at them. haberdashers. <laughs> oh god, damn it! Yeah, what did you say? Haberdasheries? Yeah. Is that what you just said? Haberdashery is the art practiced by a haberdasher, oh. which is one who makes men's clothing. I didn't know that's what haberdasher means. <laughs> Nobody does, Chris. I thought it was a hat. A haberdasher is a purveyor of men's fashions, including hats. It's usually associated with hats. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I can't I, tell if you're reading something or if you know that. That was off the top of my head, actually. Oh, God. that You should not have admitted that. <laughs> uh, actually, I was completely wrong. That is not wrong. something you admit. I was completely wrong. A haberdasher is a person who sells small articles for sewing... Such, oh no, in American English, it's a men's outfitter. In the UK, it's someone who smelt, sells buttons, ribbons, and zippers. Hmm, I wonder how we got to that. Like, because American, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. I am putting my foot down. <laughs> we are not going that, Rick, that, no. Rick is taking out this the hammer with. and nails and boarding up this rabbit hole. We're not discussing We're not doing this. etymology of words. <laughs> This is not happening. Not on my watch. No. Gandalf, Gandalf no. the Grey says you shall not pass. You shall not ruin this anymore. <laughs> We're done with that. Are we sullying the good name of this show? We're sullying the bad name I, I was going to say, I got news for you. We don't have a good name. The whole point is that we don't have a good name, and that's fine. <laughs> Speaking of not having a good name anymore. Ah, yes. What, what what in Indiana Jones five? Huh? Oh yeah, next year they're gonna start shooting that one. Good. And uh, now Spielberg it says everybody. it's gonna be Harrison Ford's last one as Indy, but they're not gonna oh, kill huh. him. He's promised they're not gonna kill him. I was gonna say, is his son gonna shoot him too? Well, yeah, hey, like, we're not gonna, gonna see the son. They are not the putting jungle. Shia LaBeouf in this damn movie. <laughs> oh, poor Shia. <laughs> He's had too many problems, but uh, they they're. They said they're definitely going to make more of these, but uh, won't not with Harrison Ford. So who knows what they're going to do? If it's going to be a, a reboot or prequels or be a new character taking over the ma- the the mantle. Spielberg did prequels. say it wouldn't what be it would the be worst like, thing it, if it a it woman would be took George. over. George, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Hey, that's a pretty cool idea. He said, he said we, could, we should call it Indiana Jane. Oh, see. See, he had to keep yeah, talking. Though. Yeah, he did. Except uh, they just tried to do that sort of female Indiana Jones thing with Tomb Raider, which failed again. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I just don't think there's a market. <laughs> For Tomb Raider? Yeah. 
I mean, does it look like there is? Am I I mean, look, apparently, according to the critics, this movie was also not great. So it's, you know, is it, do people not go see video game movies because video game movies are bad? Or do they not go see video game movies because they just don't see bad movies? Well, here's the thing is, though, Tomb Raider is a, first off, it's too recognizable of a name. But I'm not sure they even bothered to try to market this as a video game movie. Well, I mean, the name Tomb Raider is enough. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's a video game associated know. with that. Well, okay, but but again, though, do you care, Tom? You are Mister All of These Movies. You, you, Ready Player One was made specifically for oh, your whatever. masturbatory purposes. Yeah, yeah. Do you care about a new Indiana Jones movie? I mean, insofar as I like Indiana Jones, yes. But am I like, oh my God, they're making another indie movie? Fuck no. Harrison Ford's going to be 80 soon. I don't need to see (laughs) him running around whipping things. And the last one was awful. It was not good. It was not good. It was not good. The, and it wasn't yeah. like you can even say, well, Spielberg and Lucas weren't involved. They were. They absolutely were. Led to one of the greatest episodes of South Park, though. <laughs> I still haven't seen that one. Oh, it's, it's well done. But do we need a fifth Indiana Jones no, movie? No, but here's what has to happen. Disney has to make one. They bought Lucasfilm. They didn't own it when the fourth one came out. There's no way Disney's not going to try and squeeze nickels out of this IP, too. You know, you got to remember, when they bought Lucasfilm, they bought more than just Star Wars. And so they're going to... They might do a good job, man. By hook or by crook, they're going to do this. Wait a minute. Correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I am, but I feel like there's an old film that maybe George Lucas or Industrial Light and Magic had their hooks in at one point about a video game, you know, where the kid was playing the game and... He became like the last guy to win that game, no. like a, a starfighter well, or something. I don't think ILM had anything to do with that. But oh, if you're talking okay. about one of my favorite movies <laughs> ever, which is The Last yes. Starfighter, we're getting a reboot. Yeah, yeah. Can I get a reboot of Enemy Mine in the same t- breath? <laughs> Wait, enemy, is that the one? Which one's that? It's the one where he, the dude is, you know, he's buddies with an alien. It's like a buddy cop drama, and the alien's a pregnant man. Oh, Lewis Gossett Jr. and Dennis Quaid? No. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. Anyway, can we get one of those, too, with your reboot of Last Starfighter, Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Okay. No. <laughs> no. I mean, maybe eventually, but I doubt it. Anyway, um... Digital Productions is the company that did the uh, effects for Last Starfighter, so not ILM. <laughs> you looked that Of course Digital I did. You want ILM to sue us? <laughs> Why would ILM care? Yeah, ILM would Hey, do man, it. look, I don't, I don't want them to take my microphone. Them, right? <laughs> what will I do without my headset? Exactly. <laughs> the show doesn't have many assets, but it's got assets. Does it? I mean, in the in the strict legal sense of the term, yes. <laughs> I mean, it has three liabilities for hosts, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
accurate. <laughs> I haven't said anything that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, Tom, I feel like this has been like Tom's worst nightmare. Episode 12, like all of these things that you care a lot about are just getting shit all over. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So they've been trying to do a sequel, reboot, whatever, of Last Starfighter forever. It's been in development hell for a long True. time. Um, will it be a reboot? Will it be a sequel? Is it sort of both? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's never really involved the original uh, writer, the creator of Last Starfighter, because he, for a long time, said he didn't want to make another one. He was like, done. He didn't, he was like, I didn't intend for there to be more. But that has changed. Uh, Universal apparently, according to many, owns the, still owns the rights, but there's some dispute over that as well. But Gary Whitta, who's the writer of Star Wars Rogue One, uh, is working with the original writer of Last Starfighter now on a reboot called, right now, just Starfighter. Um, some concept art uh, Widow tweeted out some concept art for the movie earlier this week and said they've had a lot of meetings with Universal about it. And then he did an interview after that where he said it's going to be a combination of reboot and sequel that we both think honors the legacy of the original and passes the torch to a new generation. Cool. Great. Are they going to do a movie before this one called starfighter awakens <laughs> it is it does sound like a similar goal as the star wars sequel <laughs> trilogy because it is a similar goal this the movie the last starfighter came out almost 35 years ago no again don't say those things <laughs> sorry Just don't it's br- true don't bring that up it's true it came out in 19 1984 canon with Last Starfighter, like there's only been just one the movie. thing. That's it. It's, <laughs> it's just a movie the movie. That's the canon. There was, you, there was a, you've got the yeah, canon. I had a coloring book, I think, as a kid, but didn't exactly expand on things. So, barring this reboot, equal whatever, as long as it doesn't end up being just completely turning the genre on its head, it's it's going to be okay. I it probably. I mean, as long as they keep some of you know the thing that. The thing that's so great, I think, about the original is heart. It has heart. You know, it's about a kid who lives in a trailer park and he wants desperately to get out of his situation and go to college, but he can't afford to go to college. And his like, only escape is to play this video game in the trailer park, and he's really good at it. And it turns out it's a test to become a pilot for a space force. And he gets recruited to go fight Man, a like, war in space. It's crazy. It's like that video game is like, an oasis in the desert oh, of his mind. F you. It has nothing to do with Ready Player One. It has everything to do with Ernest Klein's second book, Armada, which is a t- apparently a total ripoff of Starfighter, but not Ready Player One. So get over yourself. Come on, that was good. He ripped off Willy Wonka for Ready Player One. He ripped off Starfighter for Armada. It's a whole different thing. I love these games. I love when I'm right. It makes me You're so not happy. Right. You're just not wrong. <laughs> what is what is the opposite of being wrong? Gray area. <laughs> You're in the middle. It hurts I didn't you so say much, opposite. I said it hurts you so I didn't much. say opposite. I just said not wrong. It's a spectrum. It's not binary. 
It's non-binary. Good. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for you and your non-binary. It's not black and white, okay? It's very just different grayish hues. Anyway. <laughs> the first movie, the movie had a lot of has a lot of heart. It's 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 not just a pure science fiction action movie, though it has that. Um uh, the only thing that bums me out that they're that they're doing this is that it doesn't means that my idea for it's never going to get made. That's the only thing <laughs> that bums me out about this whole thing. See, or they have the I same would, idea have I have, and it'll get made, but not in the way I want it. So it'll mess with my head cannon. That's about it. We're not so different, <laughs> you and I. No, you and I. We're not so we're, different. We're two sides of the same coin, Rick. <laughs> Same, the same 7-Eleven Slurpee giveaway lenticular action plastic <laughs> coin <laughs> that is worth nothing. <laughs> my my Denny's Grand Slam hologram cards say you're wrong. <laughs> doubt it. I doubt it, sir. <laughs> we can put those on the shelf right next to my McDonald's Batman Forever mugs, okay? Oh, those things! Those things are worth money. <laughs> eh, only as skeet shooting targets. <laughs> I said money. I didn't say how yeah, much. Precisely. <laughs> anyway, yes, Starfighter is in the works once again. We'll see if it actually gets made. They've tried this many times before. Um, I like I said. I hope they keep the score or at least the theme from the first one because the score is great in that movie. And and they don't lose the heart. And if the original writer is involved, uh, then that's probably the best we can hope for uh, in terms of, of it maintaining the things that made the first one so great. And if you haven't seen Last Starfighter, Chris, you definitely should watch it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, is it is it one of these things that's like it's really good? Yes, because no. you remember it that way. No, it's really good. It's a, it's a it's a fun adventure story. It's it's think of uh, Goonies or you know the better the better movies like that from the eighties. It fits right in with those. So it's not a space camp. It's more Goonies than space camp. All right, bonus points for mentioning Space Camp. Oh, I love Space but you Camp, know, but that you, movie's awful. You know that always gets bonus points <laughs> from me, so. I love that movie, but it's so bad. Oh, it's terrible, but, you know. Max in points. space. Oh, God. All right, we got yeah. to stop this. <laughs> this is getting bad. Down the stretch they come. Rick, question for you, sir. What's pissing yes. you off? Oh God, Tom, so many things. Like honestly, so many things. I guess if it's any one thing this week, it it's something that we've talked about a couple of times. And I'm I'm old, Tom. Yes. <laughs> it's been the overlying factor of today's show. <laughs> the fact that you're in denial of it too. Well, denial is a lot of things. It's a river in Egypt. Um, yeah, it is a river in Egypt, amongst other things. Um so I've been very busy this weekend. Um, uh, I had we we were we drove to Tampa yesterday morning um, and participated in the MS walk, um, which was awesome. This morning, um, I went to uh, the beach for uh, an event with some friends. Um, that was really cool too. But last night, um, 
I so I didn't get much sleep before we had gone to the MS walk. I got back and I realized that we weren't really going to have any time to do what we needed to get done. So I did uh, grocery shopping. We did laundry. We did all this stuff. And at like four or five in the afternoon, um, about the time I was planning on getting back together with one of my buddies and heading over to the uh, Orlando live events um, to go watch the fights, uh, I was putting away groceries. And because I was so tired, because I'm so old, I dropped one of the glass beer bottles that we had bought and shattered and sliced the shit out of my big toe. So bad that there was blood dripping out. It wasn't pouring or anything, but it was dripping and it wasn't stopping. And I was wondering, uh, do I got to go down to the ER and uh, get this like stitched up? And I'm definitely going to miss the fights now. And will I even be able to go to the event tomorrow morning now that I got this cut on my foot? And all of it happened because I was so tired that I didn't just take the bottles out of their six pack and put them in one at a time. Like a normal person would, I just shoved the whole goddamn thing in the fridge and one of the bottles fell out because I did it too fast because I was being tired and grouchy and forgetful and all the other things that happens because my body doesn't recover anymore because it is all downhill. I have, I have reached my human watershed moment and it is now ski balling into the dirt as we go. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I feel like this one is sort of a cousin to the one from last week. <laughs> I don't even remember anything. You were exhausted last week too, and you blamed it on your age because you went to that wrestling show. <laughs> but this this okay, this is that's fine. You're right. <laughs> but I guess I guess I guess I guess it's not exhaustion. It's me not paying attention or just being an idiot. I, there's well, so many factors here. <laughs> I also missed, I spilled a beer, and that's money that I, you know, that's uh, money out of my pocket. Oh, God. <laughs> really good deal on Land Shark, by the way, at the Publix nearby. Yeah, are they giving that away? <sighs> are huh? They giving it away? Buy one, get one free. And you to take it? I mean, I like piss water. It's okay. I was okay. say. <laughs> Chris, what's pissing you off? <sighs> taxes. <laughs> As you all know, next week is one week from today is mm-hmm. April 15th. Yep. Our taxes are due. I think we do have until Monday. They're due on the 17th. Lands on us there. 17th. So that'll be Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. No, 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 Wednesday. no Tuesday. Wednesday. 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 Wait, either no, it's, it's Tuesday. not Sunday. Tuesday. Tuesday. <sighs> having a kid is supposed to help you with it is <laughs> it, it did until the new government came yeah, into but play. that has nothing to do with the current te- like last year's taxes and it was supposed to i thought it did it was it didn't it it ugh. so either way i was all excited because i'm like you know uh when my life is so hard now because of a kid wow I'm so tired uh, <laughs> your life's horrible you know like all these just i love the kid but I was like, at least we're going to get some awesome tax breaks with this kid. No. It helped. I, I, I still owe money. It's too- yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm with you. I was like, come on. Like, you're supposed to... I'm supposed to get like tens of thousands of dollars back. What? 
<laughs> I have to pick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> what was that? Like, th- that's the whole thing, right? Like, why why people have massive amounts of kids no. is to like, leech the government. At least that's what my, like, ultra-conservative, like, father-in-law told me. No. So I'm like, sweet, sweet. I'm like a part of this crew right. now, right? No. Like, oh, my God. There are so many issues in that whole sentence. Oh, so, my God. So, you know, you know, some people have kids just to get money back from the that's government. That's the myth I was like, of the yeah, welfare me, money, mother. That's not, has nothing to do with your taxes. So I was like, yeah, it didn't help at all. It's <laughs> just a $2,000 credit. It's so annoying. Oh, so oh, God. fucking taxes. <laughs> you know, I'm with Chris on this, though, for different reasons. I wasn't being, even though I was taking zero deductions this year, my company wasn't taxing me enough. So I owed money anyway. <laughs> Well, that means you declared it. Yeah, you get the, it. I always, I always take out the have the max taken out, and that pretty much guarantees that's that's zero deductions. Yeah, you're right. That's zero deductions. That means it's zero. That means I have to go in, and I had I had to sit down with my HR person, and I told them what my tax professional did, and we had to go through and physically add a number to my taxes because the company wasn't removing so enough they, they from my tax returns. they doing what you told them to do on your W-4. Yeah. No, no, they I, were. They were. Okay. But they take out a percentage of what they think your ultimate owed amount is going to be. And it changes for everybody. There should be tables for that, yeah. though. Well, there are. But for a person who is my age that is married, it is expected that your amount out would be X. But I don't have kids, and I don't own a home, and I don't have other um, things, so my my number is actually Y. But they just assumed X because everyone else who fits into my table is under X. Chris, are you about my age? Yes. Do you own a home? Yes. Do you have a child? Yes. Tom, are you about my age? Mm, yeah. Do you own a home? Yeah. Do you have a child? Yeah. Okay, now everybody asks me those questions. Rick, are you about your age? I am. You own a home? No. You have a child? I do not. Okay, what are we getting at here? 66% of the time the answer is yes. I am part of the one-third where the answer is no. My taxes got boned differently than Chris's, but Chris is right. Taxes fucking suck, and I owe money. It's just garbage, dude. I was self-employed most of the year and got some money back. You can go right to hell. I don't know what you guys are doing. But... <laughs> Tom, now that you know what's doubly pissing me off and singly <laughs> pissing Chris off, since apparently your life is just roses and, oh, and buttercups, no, what's trust pissing me, you it's off? Not, but tax season was okay. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. Uh, what's pissing me off? Uh, I'll tell you. It is the overreacting parent Think of the children, nosy neighbor contingent of society. So, hey, that's what happens when you live behind them gates. Well, that, that is a part of the problem. I'll, I'll grant you that. So, <laughs> so, yes, I live in a gated community, and there is a Facebook group for the neighbors in the community. And, you know, people like post stuff that they want to sell there, or they talk about, you know, when the next HOA meeting is, or mostly. What happens on there is 
Hey, Joel's power out. Mine's power's out. It's been out for 10 minutes. Oh, mine was out for five earlier today over on this side of the neighborhood. That kind of garbage. But once in a while, <laughs> once in a while, you'll get, oh my God, it's a, it'll be a long post that you'll have to actually click read more to get through. And it's always some mom and she's freaking out because, oh my God, I saw a car I didn't recognize and it was parked at the end of my cul-de-sac for 10 full minutes and no one got out. <laughs> and when I called the police department, they said I couldn't do anything because they hadn't done anything wrong. They were just parked there. I can't believe how awful our police department is. And then you get the 500 people that comment, oh my God, this is so scary. Did you take their license number down? Did they talk to any of the did they talk to your kids? I have to tell my kids not to look out for that car now. What did the car look like? What did the guy inside look like? Did you tell the security guard at the gate? Maybe they'll know not to let that person in anymore. Was the car marked in any way? And that's like the next 25 comments. And then somebody, and it's never me because I know better, but then there's some guy, and it's usually a guy because it's usually a guy who has no kids, will get in and be like, hey, everyone calm down. Like this car, maybe they just got a little lost and you know we're calling somebody for directions or they were punching their next location into their gps or whatever everyone's like you shut up think about the children we have to protect our kids we never know if we don't tell each other what's going on what whether there's somebody trying to take our children get so they just parked in one spot for 10 minutes. Without Did anyone try and take the children? No one tried to take the, the children. <laughs> no one tried to take the children. There was one time some guy was jogging and he was jogging past some kids playing outside and they were playing with the hose and it was hot. And he's like, hey, can you guys squirt me with the hose? What's your name? I'm new here. And people freaked the hell out. And guess what happened? When they freaked out and put it on Facebook, the guy's wife happened to be in the group and she's like, that was my husband. We just moved here. He was jogging and he just was trying to get to know the neighbors. It wasn't, he's <laughs> not a child molester. Yeah, yeah. That'll teach him. That'll teach him to talk to anyone, anyone ever. Something about having those damn gates makes people think that the world should just not be here. Like the world should just stay outside those gates and everything in here should just be all Stepford and safe for the children. And that's it. We'll just wrap our kids in bubble wrap and send them on their way and they can go play outside, but don't go past the gate because outside the gate, there's trouble. There's monsters in the woods and it's just, it's M night Shyamalan's the village, but with a little more money, that's it. That's all it is. There is there is literally a laundry list of things going on in this, and we just don't have enough time or enough oh, bandwidth but I want, for me to I go want, into it. I want it to answer you. some questions if you have them. No, 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 not to you, because oh. I no, no, I, I mean about what's happening with your society there, your your microcosm oh of it's it's there is it's, so many it's, things. It's a lot of stay-at-home moms with too much time on their hands. That's what it is. That's a pretty succinct way to wrap it all up. Chris, what'd you learn this Fair. week? Uh, I learned that your neighbor is not much different than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Although mine is full of old racists. Um, Wait, Stacey, so how is it different? Exactly? Yeah. Well, it's just, it's, it's Stacy's on an app called next. Oh Miller. yeah. I have that it's one. Like, yeah, I've got that too. 
and that's it's equally as yes. bad and it's it's hilarious yes. to hear just people try to like tiptoe around the fact that they're racists you know well yeah that is um, I, I did neglect to mention that oftentimes when a suspicious vehicle is involved they go out of their way to mention the race of the individual behind the wheel i'm right. stunned i'm stunned in your community to hear such things Tom. <laughs> just stunned but chris you were saying no it's just so uh, evidently our our i i too live behind the gates just different <laughs> ones um that they're equally as annoying, which is why I just don't bother with it. Why are those gates so darn alluring to so many interesting people? I'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know. Oh, I do know. I do know. Rick, what did you learn this week? Uh, I learned that I really love watching movies in the comfort of my own home and not with the, 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 the the unwashed mattress. Oh God. In the last two weeks, I have finally and fully embraced Redbox 100%. There's been one at the end of my block for some time, and because of my years as a movie stop manager and all of these other things, I've moved away from Redbox and shooed at it. But since more and more shit is leaving Netflix and I'm finding less and less interesting things to watch on there outside of their incredible original programming... I've sort of had to find other things to watch on my PlayStation and red boxes right at the end of the street. So, you know what I've watched in the last two weeks? I have watched Thor Ragnarok. I have watched Call Me By Your Name. And I have watched the new Jumanji film with Jack Black. That's your Jack Black story that you teased? And Jack Black, without question is the single greatest part of a very good Jumanji movie. Wait, didn't you piss all over this? Yes, I did. You heard the concept and you pissed all over it. Like, it's soaked. I was wrong. It's still dripping with your urine. And I could not have been more incorrect with my original belief and assertion. It sounded terrible. I thought it was going to be terrible. I sat down and watched it because my my, my love, my wife, loved the first movie. And I was wrong. This was fantastic. And it mostly is because Jack Black owns that film from start to finish. Okay. Is he Jack Black, though? Or does he play a character? like He plays a character who is a 16-year-old girl trapped in Jack Black's body. Okay, that's the, yeah. Whoops. Oh, and apparently it's top 40 time. <laughs> I guess we're getting that to the end of the show. Tom, yes. what did you learn this week? I learned that if I had a time machine, I think one of the first things I would do is go back and slap my 13-year-old self across the face. Let me tell you why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seems interesting. Yeah. In my garage right now, I have a lot of boxes. And in those boxes, there's a vast number, more than I would care to admit, of Star Trek action figures from the 90s. Okay. This weekend, they opened the gates for our our semi-annual community garage sale. Now, I have not gone through these yet, so I I don't put them out at the garage sale. They're going to go on eBay eventually. 
this week probably. <laughs> eventually, I like eventually, yes. I like, yeah, you took that too. Figures, by the way, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, let me finish. <laughs> so a guy comes up, and he happens to see a couple of other geeky items that are out at my garage sale. And he says, you wouldn't happen to have any action figures, would you? And I said, and I pointed to the boxes behind me, I said, that's all action figures, pal. He said, but I'm not putting them out today. He's like, you want to sell them? I'm like, yes. Well, I'm a collector. What do you have? He said, well, it's mostly Star Trek. And he said, that's the one thing I don't buy. Oh, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I asked, I pressed him a little bit. We talked for a few minutes and I said, uh, I said, so, so what's the deal? Why not, you know, why not Star Trek? And he says, uh, well, for me, it's because I'm not into it. But for other collectors, there's just so much of it from next generation on <laughs> that the people who collect are very picky about what they collect. And it's easy to come by if they want to get it. That was supposed to be your way to the college, wasn't it, Tom? No, it wasn't. I knew that. But I, it's now it's, it's just... To think, to think, and, and what's worse is, what's worse is the stuff I, I sold to get uh, trade or credit to buy more of the Star Trek stuff was stuff that is now in very high demand, like 80s G.I. Joes and He-Man and uh, things of that nature, which is all stuff that, that collectors want now. Uh, but what I have, mm, not so much. So... Star Trek, in addition to playing a large role in not getting laid through most of my adolescence, all of my adolescence. Oh, yes. All of it. All of it. Um, also is now returning once again to bite me. <laughs> oh, but you're going to put that on eBay, though. No, it is going up this week now because I've been oh, motivated yeah, no, to it, do it. Yeah. I've been motivated to either do that or set fire to all of it. And I'm not really sure. <laughs> I think the number of fumes from the plastic might be might draw attention from the EPA. So <laughs> just slide the EPA twenty, yeah. and it's all good. Yeah, I guess. Suppose you're right. Uh, you put them up in your house for fifty bucks a night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Rick. If people want to get a hold of us, how can they do that? Um, we have been cultivating a fantastically a snarky community on the at those two jerks Twitter page. And I could not be happier with how this is going. <laughs> Great. It is, it is not, it, we are, we are not in constant communication, but when we get into our little grooves, I highly recommend you all join in at those two jerks. Please spell out T W O. You could watch me and quack and, a, and Westfall and a couple other guys all just, be really snarky at each other for no reason. <laughs> and it's just, it's just the best thing on the internet. <laughs> it is wonderful. But that is, that is our Twitter page at those two jerks. If you would like to have all of your data handed to somebody else, you can join up Facebook like we did. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash those two jerks. You can also email us, those two jerks at gmail.com. And Chris, if somebody wants to leave us a voicemail, how can they do that? 
God. Oh, God. Oh, God. His palms are all sweaty. Oh, God. Why would you do this to him? What We've done it do? once that before very... and he got it. He was he was that awake number? the entire time. I've never gotten the number. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mean. Spell out those two jerks. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll help you out here. It's three, two, one, seventy six jerks. I guarantee you, Jesse has made it to this point in the episode. He has put his fist through his tape deck. <laughs> tape deck? What is this, 1987? <laughs> Shut up. You know what I mean. Radio in his car. Tape deck? Shut up. I'm old. Oh, boy. You can find all of that information on our website, thosetwojerks.com. If you want to buy... Of those two jerks t-shirt or phone case and show the world that you're a fan of this show and help us continue to crank out more wonderful content and stay on the interwebs. You can go to our T public store. Just go to tpublic.com, T E E public.com and search those two jerks. You'll find uh, a whole host of merchandise with that awesome new, those two jerks logo on it. So for the Sussman, Rick Sussman, I am the and the Vukani Chris Vu. Oh. oh, it's getting late. It's getting late. <laughs> this is late. Vukani Chris Vu. I am the Tom Alexander. And until I find somebody who wants to give me a large amount of money for all that Star Trek stuff in my garage, we will remain <laughs> those two jerks. See you next time.